Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. This is uh, Guest Thursday, and uh, we have our special guest that continued from last week, uh, Dave and Melissa Dunkel. Uh, they live in Tampa, Florida, and Holderness, New Hampshire, which, by the way, is the location of the movie uh, on Golden Pond. <clears throat> um, Indeed. So it's a, a beautiful lake, by the way, and you get to even see uh, they filmed a lot of stuff at that lake, so it's pretty pretty cool to see what, what uh, you know they filmed many, many years ago. Um, so we, uh, we, last, last week you talked to us about the beautiful story of just how you guys are enjoying life and the opportunity you had with this, uh, how God led you to help this person with cancer. And we talked about connecting dots and the bigger story. Um, and God is always inviting us to a bigger story. So uh, let's talk about what's going on in New Hampshire. Maybe, Dave, you could start with a brief history of... Um, how you personally wound up in New Hampshire, you know, with your dad's property and what you, what God gave you. And then, you know, how he, you know, it really through you and I, we decided, you know, God says, well, why don't you do retreats there? And that started the whole thing, you know, so maybe you could share just briefly about, cause that, that's just part of the God bigger story all by itself. Yeah, it was my dad. It's an interesting story. My dad always wanted to have a place up in the mountains in New Hampshire. And, um, um, many years ago, uh, he came up here and saw, there was an ad in the paper, and he saw this place for sale. Um, and he came up and um, uh, met with the guy and said, uh, you know, we'd really like to buy it. And the guy said, well, I'm really sorry, but uh, we decided last night to take it off the market. We're not going to sell it. So my father was disappointed because he loved it. He turned around, he drove back. And... Uh, about a year later, and drove drove back. Up. By the way, was that Rhode, Rhode Island? Back to Rhode Island, right, yeah, okay. from mm-hmm. uh, New Hampshire. A year later, God woke him up in the middle of the night and said, "Call Paul Team." So he gets up and he calls him and he said, "It's unbelievable." He goes, "But last night we just decided to put the house on the market." Oh man, and, that's awesome! Um, and so my dad said, "Well, don't bother. I'm on my way up with a check." Mm. And so they drove up, put the deposit down and ended up buying this piece of property. And um, of course, right then I was getting ready to leave to move to Tampa to start the business. So I was disappointed because it was in a spot that I always loved, which being up in the mountains. And so I said, thanks dad for buying it just as I'm going to Tampa. (laughs) Um, But long story short, uh, they were here for a number of years. Uh, Their health started to fail. They had to move back down to Rhode Island to be near my brother. Um, and better healthcare, and they put it on the market during the, uh, um, I don't know if you remember the real estate crisis back in 87, 88, uh, the RTC and all those things, but- October, October 12th, 1987. <laughs> <The> <laughs> he cra- remembers the cra- it well. The crash of the market. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, uh, I said, well, dad, I'll tell you what, I'll buy it from you and you can use it whenever you want to, and that way we'll keep it in the family. So I ended up buying it um, and over a couple of years did a couple of things, made some improvements. And um, 
um, about so oh, maybe seven or eight years later uh, when we took K-Force public, um, I said, well, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and buy more land up there. So, um, and this is before the value of real estate up here had come up. So I, I went um, and um, ended up buying another 300 and something acres up here because um, I wanted to ice, I just have my own spot up on the top of the mountain. And so long story short, um, through God waking up my dad on that Saturday night and years later, um, we ended up with a family estate here with, uh, we've got a couple of houses here. My kids come up, the grandkids come up. Um, and as you started, Rich, we decided, you know, this is a, a golden opportunity to use this for ministry purposes and mm -hmm. retreats and um, the perfect and so house for it. It was perfect. And I were like, and so I think, you know, God was at work way before we understood that he was at work and he was purposing to do these. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I went on the retreat uh, with you, Rich and Linda, and I said, you know, I really think that that this place could be really perfect for that. So we gave it a shot and we had our first retreat here. And then uh, that's led to, I think, what, 10 years in a row. And then what was one week became two. Um, <laughs> and then we got connected uh, with other ministries and so forth. So it's just, uh, it's really interesting how God has a much longer horizon. Um, and there's a story that then brings Melissa into it because he was working with her. Um, and I'll share that in a moment. Um, when uh, we get to the next phase of what's happening in New Hampshire. Yeah, let me ask you a couple of questions. Um, <clears throat> when uh, you know you bought that property, was it difficult to uh, assemble 300 acres or, uh, contiguous around you? No, but actually what happened was there was a builder who had, had owned 330 acres and he was planning to develop it. Yeah, okay. Um, but mm. he didn't do his homework. Hmm. He found out afterwards that he couldn't, he was going to have to improve the road because the grade of the road was too steep. Yeah. <laughs> and it was going to be too expensive for him to do it. So he was using it initially just to do timber and he hadn't really decided what to do with it. Coming on the heels of the real estate downturn, hmm. um, he just decided he was going to sell it. And so what ended up happening was, um, um, I had uh, Bob Pike, who you know who runs the place for me. Um, he actually um, was through his uh, uh, property management company was the front guy to buy the land, and he assigned it to me at the closing table. And the guy mm -hmm. asked him, he said, "Well, what are you doing?" He says, "Well, I'm assigning the sale after he'd already signed the papers, of course." And he said, "Who are you assigning it to?" And he said, "To David Dunkel." And the guy says, well, I wouldn't have sold it for that price if I knew it was him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, we ended up getting it for like a ridiculous price, like 600 and something dollars an acre. Mm. Um, That's amazing. And so, you know, we were able to add on. We were limited to the number of homes we could put on it by virtue of the uh, slope of the road, which you guys know the, the grade is quite steep. But. Um, and we've now basically finished that out. So we have uh, uh, built out the property um, and it's, uh, it's, it's actually perfect for retreats. Oh, it um, is, yeah. And also for the kids and the grandkids to use and you know, for other people who have come up and stayed. So it's really been awesome. Yeah, how did, because um, uh, this is way before the retreats, how did you wind up 
because uh, your main house has uh, what a total of is it ten bedrooms or what? How many bedrooms do you have in that? Yeah, we've got nine bedrooms, um, and I wish I could tell you how I ended up with it. All I know is that I was traveling, I was busy, and I kept um, coming up with this design, and I was going to use it for like well, could conference center and and retreats, and you know we're doing using it for training for our K Force and whatnot, and. One, I came up here and I said, oh my gosh, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> and so um, we ended up uh, turning it into a home. And then, of course, as you know, we've made a lot of modifications to it and changes to it to make it more amenable to doing retreats here. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know if you remember, there was a time that we were down at the chapel. Yeah. And Tom Ewing was there and he was playing Sacred Place. Mm. And uh, we were working with some of the local people. This was early on. And I had had a vision about that years before. And all of a sudden, I said, oh, my gosh, this is what I saw. And mm. I didn't recognize it at the time as a vision, but I saw it. I said, now I see that God was at work years before. And he had a plan for this whole thing. And I had no idea. Mm. I was just going for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And the, for uh, anyone who's not been up there on a retreat or anything i just want to say literally you drive through the gate to shepherd's view ranch and you feel the peace of god the shalom mm -hmm. of god the favor of god just drop on that place right i mean that is yeah, so I, tangible and in that chapel there's there is a chapel that overlooks the lake and it's just stunning with the stained glass up there and the shepherd and everything about it just points to jesus 24 7. Yeah. it's the most amazing place yeah, it really is beautiful. And the, um, you know, so as, as uh, Dave and I were uh, saying, oh, let's do some retreats up there, we started doing them. Um, and there was, we could see that there was some activity going on in New Hampshire. <clears throat> um, and we've just been faithful uh, to keep keep doing it. Um, and you've, of course, given given it away to other, other groups there. But um, through your sewing uh, of these up there in New Hampshire, uh, over the last couple of years now, God is, and particularly right now, literally right now, even this summer, is an exponential growth mm -hmm. of the ministry, the work of God in New Hampshire. So talk a little bit about mm -hmm. that. And uh, I know Melissa is a big piece of this. And uh, what is going on up there? And then what is happening that, that you, even you're facilitating, putting together even this summer? <clears throat> It's a, it's a, it really kind of goes to back in December. Um, and um, back in a number of years ago, the K-Force board asked me, um, what, what are your thoughts and when you would step down and so forth? And, and I said, well, if I was going to pick an age and a date, it would probably be, you know, 2021. Um, and, but I don't know, you know, we'll just kind of play it by year. And... Um, uh, circumstances continued to point to um, and the way that uh, uh, my successor who's just a phenomenal CEO replacement uh, was developing it was prepared it was pretty clear that that okay this is it and so we had uh, decided yep this is it we're going to announce that I'll be stepping down as CEO I'll be standing on as chairman the day that we were announcing it um, God wakes Melissa up and gives her a word and now melissa doesn't do anything without a cup of coffee 
Okay. <laughs> Nothing. I mean, life begins with a cup of coffee in the morning. And she That's has a faithful awesome. husband who brings it to her. Yeah. Who loves to bring it to her, by the way. Um, <laughs> along with two happy dogs that want to welcome her uh, into the morning. So um, she, before I brought her the cup of coffee, she had written down a revelation that God had given her. And she walks in and she said, God just showed me this. And I was like, whoa. And um, I don't have it exactly, but it was something to the effect of um, uh, that everything has worked out perfectly for Dave so that he can be on to his next assignment, which is more important mm. and wait for it. Something to that effect. Can you mm -hmm. correct me? And no, you, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it was something yeah. to that effect. And I was like, whoa. Um, and the way it worked out, I mean, it was literally a mic drop for me because it just worked perfectly. Um, I exited after the best year in the history of the farm, the highest stock price in the history of the farm. Everything was just, just exited perfectly. And so the question was now what? And so I said, well, um, I believe that we should start uh, thinking about how we can go about kingdom business and can we do these uh, retreats and whatnot. So uh, we had just done the one in the fall and we were talking about whether we we're gonna do it again and. We've, for 25 years, we've had this music thing that's evolved from being secular to uh, Christian music. And uh, after 25 years and Tom Ewing got involved, I said, nah, we're probably done. And so Melissa said, you know, I'm really sensing that we should do something uh, more significant. We should use the opportunity in this beautiful place to do a significant thing, to engage with the local people and to be a blessing to these ministries. And so uh, I was like, whoa, okay. Um, and I'll turn it over to you because you actually were the catalyst to it. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Did, I think you guys may remember the dinner where somebody brought it up. What's going on with Woodsy Stock? And <laughs> yeah, I think it was us and you guys at yeah, the Cornells, the Cornells were all right? sitting like, at uh, the common man really... talking about it, right? <laughs> yeah, and. Um, I think prior to that, Dave was probably ready to say enough's enough. And then I don't know that brief new life into it with a great group of people and um, just kind of snowballed from there and uh, ministries that I think, you know, all of us were close with that we, you know, felt could, you know, use some help. And um, just all the seeds really that have been planted over the years are kind of growing in a new and unique way mm -hmm. to uh, benefit and then and then what uh one of the skill sets that melissa had that um came as a result of her foundation experience was knowing how to do these events and so she said what if we were to do something like have a chef come in and have a dinner on the deck and welcome people in the local community and have the ministries come in and tell their story and use it as kind of a fundraiser but also a chance to to expand the reach of these ministries and I said, you know, there's a guy that I know that that uh, served um, at one of the K-Force uh, events, and he's a really good chef, and he came up one time to one of the board meetings. Let me see if I can reach him. And we were actually, I think, in Nashville at the, the airport, airport yeah. at the airport, and I called him up. He had just landed from Paris, and um, in, he said, so good to hear from you. And I said, uh, <laughs> Philippe, what are you doing on uh, Labor Day? He said, I am free for Labor Day. What do you want me to do? And he so said, this whole thing just worked out. So we have Philippe mm -hmm. Dad coming up, who um, is, and I don't even. He's an amazing uh, James Beard award-winning mm -hmm. chef. And 
you know, he's been on, you know, some of the programs on TV competing with the Iron Chef or whatever. He's just so talented and uh, he'll, he'll cook for everyone. And we've got a little concert planned with Land of Color Music and mm-hmm. it'll just be a great night. So, yeah, and that was all Melissa's doing. And I said, well, I, I can't do this. I said, this melts me down. This is trauma. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand how to do this. And she goes, I got this. I do this. I know how to do this. I got it. And I said, that's awesome. okay, you got it. So just another cool example that, you know, uh, God took something that each of us had, put it together, and now brought us together to do it. Yeah. Tell a little bit about um, what is Lydia's house and what is the mansion? Yeah, his his mansion um, is one that I know very well. It's another cool story. Back in 2014-15, our band was coming up, and we were doing some local Christian uh, rock band. We were doing some local churches, and we said— uh, some friends said, well, would you consider going down to this place, his mansion? And I said, I've never even heard of it. <laughs> and uh, they said, well, um, I said, do you, can you show me or tell me more about it? So they brought it up on the computer and I looked at it. And as I was looking at the website, God says to me, he goes, I want you to come alongside these people. And I'm like, what? I don't even know who they are. So I said, okay. So we ended up coordinating it and we went down to uh, to do this uh, really fun concert for the kids down there and, and brought us alongside and we got to be really good friends with them and God said I want you to be a blessing to these people um, so his mansion works with I believe it's 18 to 32 or 34 year old people um, it's uh, uh, entirely supported by donations they don't have it's not an insurance thing or anything and what they do is they work with people who are broken and they help mm-hmm. them uh, to, they help restore their lives. It's over a year period of time and they as- assign a servant leader to walk with them. And literally using a biblical approach and basically mm-hmm. the seven exceptional things of abiding, they mm-hmm. restore lives, they rebuild them um, back into um, uh, following Christ, um, being useful citizens and being restored. Um, and so the first time we went down there, just I just my heart melted for these folks. And I said, I gotta come alongside and help them. And we've been doing it now, I don't know, eight years. But many of them are addicted, yeah. they've been abused, they have just terrible. It's know, unbelievable. Stories. Some of the stories yeah. are like, I don't even know how you're still going. I don't know how you're yeah. still alive. And, and then you hear the story of restoration Mm-hmm. and you hear what's happened to them and you say my gosh look at what jesus did and how they were stored in the testimony that comes out of it and so uh we've just we've been blessed to be a blessing to them and then mm-hmm. along comes we kept hearing about lydia's house and uh and uh, scott and Kristen cornell who moved up uh near us now by the lakes and so we got to be good friends with them and they kept bringing that up Lydia's house and we said well tell us about that and very similar stories dealing with mm-hmm. women who are coming out of broken yeah. lives again dealing with and you guys have already had Teresa on and we said well wouldn't that be cool if we did something because they're both thematically consistent we did something mm-hmm. to help them to raise the visibility to raise some funds and to use the blessing of this place to do that and so Melissa cooked the whole thing up and, uh, you know, basically has put it all together. And we're now, um, how many, what, six weeks away? 
something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's coming up <laughs> quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're gonna do an auction and whatever ways we can to to raise money in a raffle and yeah, to, and we got a cool scene that we're going to do up on the deck and Philippe's coming up with uh, a sous chef and somebody else and we're going to have the folks from uh, Lydia's house uh, serve and then uh, we're going to have videos produced where we're going to tell the stories to the folks that come. Uh, the Land of Color guys are going to do a brief worship concert that night and then um, uh, that'll be that and then everyone's welcome to stay for Woodsy Stock the next day which will be a worship uh, Land of Color playing. Tom will be playing our band will be playing and, and that's uh, always a beautiful day. Yeah, and the rumor is that Rich Case might share from the word, that's but it. Uh, it hasn't been confirmed yet. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. We'll see if God gives me a word for that. Uh, and on top of all that, um, you know, you've been doing retreats, uh, and I know you have. Um, uh, you you actually did a retreat for a uh, young uh, adults in your church and had them up to New Hampshire. Uh, through abiding and they got excited about that and now they're coming back uh, to have another big deal tell us a little bit about that and then we can talk keep you know on Kathy the stuff you're doing and uh, you know just New Hampshire there's a lot of going on in New Hampshire by mm -hmm. what God is building so talk about that you guys about your other activity you're doing this summer yeah it was really cool because we got connected to Kathy and Dan via Rick Ferris in the C12 mm -hmm. group and they came up years ago and course i remember kathy the redhead <laughs> who was up at 5 30 in the morning at the same time that i was as i yep. was upstairs spending time in the word i would walk down the stairs and there she was sitting and you remember when you were sitting <laughs> I do. There, over there i remember that the, little corner in that chair the little yep. corner, and i looked over and i said uh this one's special uh she's on it so um yeah, we've, they've been working at, uh, in parts of New Hampshire, and then Scott and Kristen Cornell moved up here as well. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we said, well, maybe we can bring some of the folks from our church up. And so it was actually people not only from our church, but people from our local community. And they mm -hmm. came up last year, and we had, what, 26? I mean, yeah. it was a circus. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, people had, we had, like, six cars coming up. Way too many people, way too big. But we pulled off this great time together spending time abiding in the word and our pastors came mm -hmm. as well and they came as uh, participants not as leaders and uh, so Tom and I did that and um, many of them uh, really glommed onto it and a couple mm -hmm. of them specifically said we'd like to be able to teach this and do leadership we want to come back mm -hmm. and do more we want to go deeper and then so what happened is we actually ended up having other people who couldn't make it last time or coming and so we're gonna have a combination of abiding, discerning God's will, which will be the second for others, and then mm -hmm. introducing some elements of prayer from Andrew Murray. Mm, that's um, good. And so, because a big part of discerning God's will is hearing what God has to say, and how do I pray and ask it? So, mm -hmm. and Rich, I'll be asking for your help to put all this together, yeah. it's still r rattling around in my little pea brain. Um, but to be able to share it, and uh, there are several folks in this group who now want to be able to take it and lead it. Hmm. And so um, uh, it's been fun. So they're actually gonna come up a little bit early and Tom and I are gonna spend some time with them to help them get started on facilitating and uh, learning how to actually do this. And uh, so they'll bring it back to Tampa. We'll help them back in Tampa um, in uh, teaching abiding. Uh, they also use experiencing God for new believers Mm -hmm. um, and then um, discerning God's will. We'll see what else is going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the um, 
uh, on top of that, um, you know, with C12, obviously, Dave is a board member of C12. Mm-hmm. And um, way back when, gosh, what, 10 years ago, uh, we had Rick, Rick Ferris, who's a C12, what they call a chair. Um, and um, he really was struggling, but he came to a retreat and received it. And then he started teaching his members uh, and the growing. And then right. his members, you know, which obviously was Dan, which is Dan, how we got Dan connected. and Kathy yeah. connected, um, that, you know, like a Dean Harrington uh, received it and took a bite. And he took it to, <laughs> he's got, he actually got employees all over the country and he was doing Zoom uh, courses that we have on abiding all over the country mm-hmm. uh, there in New Hampshire. And, you know, Dave, talk a little bit about the growth of just C12 uh, expanding, particularly as it's in, li- in line with what we've been giving them in, in the abiding. Tell, talk about how that's been part of all that's going on up there in New Hampshire. It's, a, it's really remarkable. Yeah, it kind of <clears throat> came out of initially your discipling assignment to me at Spiritual Leadership Institute, um, one that mm. you probably still regret to this day. <laughs> Don't take a call from an 813 area code. Um, but having gone through that and then done the abiding, I was actually at a C12 chair meeting in North Carolina. And um, I stood up and there was a room full of people. And I said, um, if anyone's interested in doing a retreat of learning how to uh, abide in the word and walk with God, let me know. Here's my phone number. I just gave it out in the room. There's a hundred some people. My phone was ping, 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 ping. Mm. And one of the pings was Rick Ferris. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, Rick said, I'd love to do it. And I had met Rick previously because he was from Rhode Island, and I actually grew up in Rhode Island. And I was shocked that there was a Christian there, given how dark it was. But he's done <laughs> an amazing job there. And so Rick and I got to be friends. And, um, you know, he came up and brought his group, and Kathy and Dan were part of it. <clears throat> and he's now permanently staked out week two. Um, mm-hmm. and- for the follow-on teachings and uh but the uh, ripple effects of what you guys oh, have poured into that that group mm-hmm. it has grown just exponentially throughout the region and so you really see god just moving mountains out here yeah and the cool thing about c12 is that <clears throat> it's it's based on um taking um the kingdom of god into the marketplace mm-hmm. and so uh we started uh 30 years ago by Buck Jacobs, Mike Shero, CEO now, one of the, I get two CEOs, the two best in the country that I get to chair. Yeah. And uh, Mike is just a sold out for God. He's just grown like a weed. Um, C12 is now over 3000 members. We're in multiple mm. countries. Um, we'll be expanding into more countries. Um, um, but there's, it's very clear that God has chosen to use C12 as a vessel to reach the market. And uh, what he showed us was, hey, let's take abiding to the chairs and then mm-hmm. through the chairs to the members and then to the members through their employees at their companies. Mm-hmm. And so um, we've got one of the guys who's in my C12 group in Tampa, I, I hope is coming up, Chris Reed will be coming up to our abiding uh, this fall. And he's got um, thousand something employees, runs a call center, just sold out you know, it's more multiplication happening and uh, just the privilege of being able to give it away, having them come up and enjoy it, experience the uh, beauty of being up here, especially in the fall, and then mm-hmm. to go back and replicate abiding. Rick Chris was on the uh, call that I did using Teams for K-Force and he joined in and a bunch of other guys joined in from outside of K-Force. So 
one of the cool things that came out of COVID was Zoom and, and Teams. Mm -hmm. And because it let multiplication happen in a way that we yeah. never could have. Right. Been. It forced yeah. multiplication, honestly. It forced it. The window yeah. For it. Yeah. Yeah. And the, uh, I know, Kathy, uh, you're doing lots of retreats up in New mm -hmm. Hampshire. Uh, you and Dan, and then Scott and Kristen Cornell are doing retreats. And Scott and Kristen particularly have been having pastors come in their churches so that the, you know, and again, as you look at God's bigger story, you know, just, you know, 10, 12 years ago, Dave and I say, well, you know, let's do a retreat. Right, <laughs> and right. you got this beautiful place that God gave you. Let's use, use that, you know. And then just from that uh, sowing, Mm -hmm. and faithfulness of just keep sowing, keep sowing, keep sowing, it's it's exploding. Uh, and exploding, I mean, you know, it's it's not everybody in New Hampshire is becoming a believer, but it's but it's yeah. grow it's growing. <laughs> it's really growing with now people are passing it on, passing it on, passing it on. Right. And Dave and Melissa are are right in the center of that. And interesting mm -hmm. enough, it'll be fun to see and we'll have you back, is that now that you're gonna spend more time in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. um, all that God will have you be a part of because now you'll even have more time to sow uh, up there of, of just sharing. Right. If you guys just share the, the joy of your life, you're going to have people, what I call, lining up around the block that would say, I'd like, mm -hmm. I'd like to experience that. <clears throat> yeah, we're actually seeing the sowing in Tampa too. Yes, in Tampa. Um, which is really cool. So um, you, you sow where you're planted and we um because we're snowbirds we get to go from uh, one place you get to a little bit of both <laughs> we get to do a little bit of both and we've seen just incredible stuff happen so mm -hmm. uh it's been fun and the best part is i get to do it with the, my wife now and walk it out in unity and mm. um you know i've never had that and so you know god's blessed me with the best thing which is a partner to do it with yeah melissa how are you enjoying the uh you know, because you're hosting uh, now a lot of activity up there. How, how are mm -hmm. you enjoying all that? And how are you able to uh, stay enjoying it without getting burdened by it all? Oh, it's not a burden at all. It's just a shift. It's a huge shift. Trust me, it's way easier than, you know, having to make payroll every week. You know I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, God has given you gift sets naturally yeah. for this. And yeah. He has honed them all along. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's not a burden. It's just a shift. It's a change of... Um, you know what you're doing day to day so yeah it takes well, a little getting used to but it's good yeah, yeah and thank you to uh to kathy for kendra and nathan they came up uh, and met they're her. amazing you know, right <laughs> yeah and having them do it will free up melissa to be more relational and because mm -hmm. susie and melissa end up being the uh the kitchen crew and we wanted to free them up to be able right. to spend more time with the people and be engaged in the retreat instead of just serving right, right. Um, well and so you've got in kendra and nathan you also have some amazing prayer warriors so not only are they yeah. in there preparing the food for you but you i guarantee you they are just laying prayer tracks ahead of everything that's going on so yeah. and they want to join they said is it okay if we come in and sit down oh spot? yeah um so it's just really cool you know you look at how wove it all together oh yeah um, years ago and then today and what's waiting ahead we don't know but we're fired up yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah so uh, if anybody is in new uh up new hampshire area the new england area and you want to come up to that woodsy stock uh on saturday the weekend of labor day you know well you know let us know or if you have any more interest in supporting uh the ministries up there lydia's house mm -hmm. and uh, uh and the, his, his mansion, mansion you know, let us know. We'll connect you with that uh, because they they really operate completely mm -hmm. by donation and they give give it all away. 
and mm-hmm. the it's the remarkable restoration of lives that is there mm-hmm. anything anything more cool than that to actually experience it true and, success yeah, stories because yeah, they're connecting yeah. them to Jesus yeah and they both uh, and they both know? they both have received and are using abiding you know because they know that that's mm-hmm. that's the key and so uh, it's fun so anyway thank you Dave and Melissa for joining us uh, we'll have you back again and have another catch up uh, update of uh, what's happening next and uh, your next season because you get we can tell it's going to be fun we don't know all it's going to be but it's going to be fun and you're going to just be part of god's bigger story and uh what a privilege it is to you know know you and experience you know your joy and to see the the fruit that is mm-hmm. happening just because you've you've actually enjoyed it and you keep enjoying it so we, we just pray that you will so Thank we you can for trace for all back to SLI and the time that you were assigned to me. That's it. That's right. Yep. You gave you gave me who who did you give me? Who, yeah. What does that guy do? <laughs> Are you getting this abiding, Dave? No. No. That's great. <laughs> Stay with it. Stay with it. Yeah, it was fun. Well, Father, we thank you for the privilege of uh, Dave and Melissa, and uh, what a thrill it is to see their life just a, the. Uh, enthusiasm of their life the joy of them being together the privileges that you've given them to enjoy now this season but but you're calling them to your bigger kingdom work uh, that they actually get to be a part of and they understand it's receiving and giving it away and i pray that they'll keep receiving it uh, stay in that beautiful sweet spot that they're in and that we're going to see the magnitude of what's happening in both tampa and new hampshire all because uh, dave and melissa had i had a heart to give it away and so we praise you and thank you for that in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Thanks for joining us, everyone. And so good to hear just the faithfulness of God in your story. So thanks for sharing that with us. And for the rest of you, um, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow yep. with our End Times Friday. Yep. So have a great afternoon. All right. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.